In this bulletin, the Treasurer outlines his superannuation reforms. An Australian professor among five people kidnapped in Papua New Guinea and the Matildas coach cools expectations after their 3-2 victory over Spain. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Dyatt. Treasurer Jim Chalmers is calling for changes to superannuation as he looks to curtail early access and to rein in tax breaks. Dr Chalmers has used a speech in Sydney to push for a legislated definition of superannuation that would put the focus on preserving savings to deliver income for a dignified retirement. He's criticised the former coalition government's super policies, which saw Australians pull out $36 billion from their funds during the pandemic. Dr Chalmers has also questioned the long-term cost of tax concessions, which he says are at odds with the government's push to repair the budget. We will try and end the super wars once and for all and make sure that the future changes to the system are compatible with the main objective of super. And doing that requires us to embed superannuation's purpose into law. Opposition Assistant Finance Minister Stuart Robert has criticised the Treasurer's plan, saying there needs to be a greater focus on individual Australians rather than the super funds. The problem is the Treasurer's talking about his purpose for super and the super fund's purpose for super not the purpose for individual Australians. The Treasurer talking this morning about dignity, but again he's speaking about the dignity of the super funds. The Coalition, the Liberal and National Parties, we're concerned more about the dignity of the individual. An Australian archaeologist has been kidnapped alongside his colleagues in Papua New Guinea by ransom-demanding gunmen. A PNG police incident report suggests the academic was held at gunpoint by 20 armed men in a remote area. PNG's Prime Minister James Marape has confirmed that five people have been taken hostage and all are alive. The gunmen have demanded that the PNG and Australian governments pay them 3.5 million kina or 1.4 million within 24 hours. Mr Marape says his government is treating the case with caution as lives are at stake. There is no place to run, there is no place to hide in our country. And uh, it is advisable for those who are out there. We've had you. Uh, we know where you have moved uh, in from and where you are moving to. Uh, it is advisable that you work with the missionaries and counsellors and the local people on the ground. Uh, we got police and military on standby to assist. But in the first instance, we want those cri- uh, criminals to release those who are held in, in captivity. An Australian man has been killed in a shark attack in New Caledonia's capital, Numea. Reports suggest the 59-year-old was swimming about 150 metres from the shores of a beach resort when the shark bit him several times. Two people sailing nearby are believed to have rushed him back to the beach where he received CPR, but he died at the scene. Local authorities say the man suffered major bite wounds to one of his legs and both arms. The Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade has been contacted for comment. A by-election for the federal seat of Aston in Melbourne's Outer East will be held in April. House of Representatives Speaker Milton Dick has set the date for Saturday, April the 1st, 
as voters prepare to select a replacement for the outgoing Liberal MP Alan Tudge, who resigned last week. Labor has announced Mary Doyle will be the party's candidate after running at last year's federal election. The Liberal Party has not announced its pick, but it's widely expected to pick a female candidate. To women's football and Matilda's coach Tony Gustafsson is pushing for his side to stay focused after they extended their winning streak to six matches. Australia defeated Spain 3-2 last night at the Cup of Nations in front of more than 17,000 fans in Sydney. Goals from Courtney Vine, Claire Polkinghorne and Caitlin Ford gave Australia a 3-0 half-time lead before Spain hit back with two late goals. Gustafsson says that facing the seventh-ranked side in the world will prepare them for the upcoming World Cup in July. But he wants to ensure the side stays humble and doesn't get carried away by the win. But I think the confidence definitely is going to be a confident boost for them. As a coach, you're never better than your last game, right? So <laughs> we're one loss away from changing this perspective again. And, and I just need to stick to what I believe in and what we believe in as a team. And Australian Test captain Pat Cummins has returned home from the tour of India for personal reasons. The 29-year-old is in Sydney for a few days due to a serious family illness. He's expected to return to the squad ahead of the third test in Indore, which starts next Wednesday. India claimed a 2-0 lead in the four-test series with a six-wicket win during the second test. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News. 